Welcome to a new week, everyone. I'm Maria Thea Harris, or Velo Sews, and you're listening to So Organised Style Podcast. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters, and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors, the Australian Sewing Guild who has been our Monday Daily Series regular is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Hi everyone, welcome back to Sew Organised Style Podcast. I'm Maria Thea Harris or Velo Sews and today we have another special guest. You may know her as Poppy Kettle on Instagram. However, Melbourne locals know her as Melanie. Hi, Mel. Hello, Maria. How are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you. Mel, can you tell our listeners where you live? Oh, no. I've already said it, haven't I? You have. I'm in Melbourne. <laughs> in lockdown. In Melbourne. Yep. How's everyone feeling? Well, you know, it's not easy for anybody, I don't think, especially when you've got little people that don't really understand or comprehend why they can't play with their friends and... Yeah, it takes their toll on everybody, including me. <laughs> but one day at a time and um, yeah. onwards we plough. Yes. So let's move on to your sewing journey. I had been gearing up for a while in my head that I needed something extra other than just work and not work. Mm. And I was sitting at my desk one day and in the morning and I decided I'd send off an email to a sewing teacher to join, potentially join some classes. Mm-hmm. And I sent off an email to a lady who does millinery here in Melbourne. And whoever got back to me first, that's whose course I would do. And my sewing teacher got back to me first. And I started that weekend. Yay! And it's been a very happy dive down the rabbit hole ever since. It's taken me places I'd never thought it would take me. I've made friends, so many good friends out of it at a time in my life where I thought, yep, this is my friendship group. This is my life, how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And this wonderful door opened up and just opened my mind to all these possibilities and fun and creation and fabric. (laughs) Definitely fabric. (laughs) And that's literally exactly how it started. And I had lessons for, I think, a year. And then I decided to branch out on my own. Yeah. So what took you from, now this is because I've been following your blog since you started your blog, I think. What took you from the maritime shorts to a classic French jacket? I'm a skills junkie at the heart of it. Um, (laughs) I love learning. I love mastering new skills. I love hearing about different techniques. And I think that critical thinking mindset that comes with my job and a lot of jobs I've noticed of people who like to sew and sort of scientific and that kind of edge, Mm. that particular mindset really melds itself well to sewing. And I think that just as the desire to create, you know, seeing something come out of a flat dimensional piece of fabric and being able to actually wear it as well. So it's not only fun, but it's also got an element of practicality to it. Yeah, it just feeds all of my my buckets. (laughs) Your everyday work, what is that? Well, I did engineering at university and I sort of work in that space. I actually mm. work in highways, 
um, maintenance. Yep. So all the freeways and things like that in and around Melbourne, I've usually had something to do with. I work for a big construction company that designs, builds, and then looks after infrastructure. So understanding techniques and how to get an outcome is something that drives your everyday life and your sewing life. Absolutely. The same mindset at work and at home or, you know, if I'm in the kitchen or if I'm playing a video game, you know, it's all about that XP. It's all about that levelling up. (laughs) It's all about trying to do something that I'd not think that I'd be able to do, like macarons or beat that hard character or, or create that French jacket. It's just a challenge and it's a bit of fun along the way. When you decided that you would take your sewing to the next level, what caused you to go down that path? Back in those days, this is probably going back to 2012 now, I was an avid reader of Gertie and her blog for Better Sewing. And, uh, you know, I just loved her writing style, even though her sewing style was not necessarily one that I identified with. And and she did a course with Susan Carlo, and I devoured every single bit of information that she put up on her her blog about it. I'm like, I'd really love to do that. Mm. At the time... My then boyfriend and I were talking about sort of getting married and I was like, oh, I really would love to make a dress. You know, I've been sewing for a little while now. Maybe that's something that I would think about doing. The more I thought about it, the more I'd already basically decided that, yeah, it was a done deal. I was going to go and do this. And I booked my trip. I went and did her French jacket class and her couture sewing school class mm-hmm. and fabric shopping in New York and all those fun things. And it was just the most magical two weeks ever. You know, it was exhausting, but at the same time, it was like, you know, this is what I identify with. This is my jam. This is everything I wanted more. It's detail. There's lots of hand sewing. And there's lots of sort of sciencey bits to it as well about, you know, for fabric and fabric and how you can adjust that through various different techniques. And it was a match made in heaven. And obviously, I ended up making a wedding dress out of it as well too. So. I like to tell myself that it was a, an investment that I'll I'll come back to, especially now that I've got two daughters. <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the formal dress sewing already. I'm like, oh, what are we, what's it going to be? <laughs> At least that way you, you know their personalities, you know their body types, so you'll be able to come up with something fairly easily. I hope that they will trust me to be able to do that for them we'll see and so how have you been able to continue with your couture sewing skills now that you're back home yes it's something that sort of doesn't leave you I think and the more I discover the more I want to discover I think that the biggest thing for me was when I first made my muslin for Susan's French jacket class it was the first time that I had set in a sleeve using the, the couture way of using the actual seam line rather than the seam allowances yeah and I put that muslin on I'm like that is the best sleeve I've ever put on mm-hmm. I'm never going back I lie I've gone back once or twice for I've seen things with by the seam allowances but whenever it's come to set in sleeves it's always done the couture way and I suppose for me I think it might have been Kenneth King who actually quoted once that in order to be a good seller you've got to be prepared to actually ruin a lot of good fabric mm-hmm. and every garment I make is a learning experience and there's always one part of that garment that I'm like, oh man, if I hadn't known that, would have completely changed the way I would have done things. And I love that those little games is, is sort of what I go for. There's, there's not a single garment that I've got in my cupboard that I love every single part of. There's always bits I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. You know, why didn't yeah. I think about this better? But it doesn't stop me from enjoying them. It's just a, a place marker in time for next time I'll do better. Yeah. And that's a, an approach that I suppose that. I take not just to sewing, but to, to everything. You can't beat yourself up about imperfections. Mm. You've got to learn from them, put them behind you and keep 
trudging forward. Continuous improvement. I keep saying that. It's absolutely what it is. Yeah, continuous improvement. One of the best things about doing, you know, I was, I was sort of fairly instrumental in helping Susan come out to Australia those years ago. Yes, you were. I did actually put on quite a heavy campaign when I was in Baltimore sewing with her. I was so when are you coming? And one of the best things about her coming here is that I've been able to meet so many people that I would never have had the opportunity to meet otherwise. There's lots of different pockets of sewists in and around and, and we don't necessarily always have access to them. And in this particular class, I met, that was her first class, it was a French jacket class, I met a lady called Tatiana. And afterwards, she was quite instrumental in actually keeping in touch with everyone that we'd made friends with in that group. And I'll happily admit I am terrible at keeping in contact with people. If they're not in my direct line of sight, sorry. Tatiana made an incredible effort at sort of keeping in touch. And we started to have a couple of sewing dates all together. We'd catch up and we'd do some sewing, which, as you know, is an instrumental opportunity to get other people to fit garments for you. Because obviously that's the one thing that is really hard to do yourself. That's right. And obviously Tatiana, I think she was, you know, she had a business on the side making the couture lingerie and slipwear. And she's also, I believe she's in the IT world in in her usual nine to five job. And everyone came to sort of rely on her. You know, she was a great source of information. Um, She was really good at fitting. So naturally, you know, she just sort of became sort of the ringleader. Yeah. And it got to the point where we were sort of relying on her information so much that quite a few of the ladies were like, why don't you actually hold some classes? Mm. And so that launched her very first class, which she offered to all of us. And we all took it up, which was her uh, delicate nothings class. And we did the pilot. We made a beautiful fire silk and lace camisole under her instruction over a couple of days. And Tatiana's skill set is heavily in, I suppose, commercialized in production processes. So not couture because, you know, that's not really viable for a business these days. It was really fascinating also to actually see not just how useful a lot of those techniques were, but how much they still had a place in, you know, your everyday sewing techniques. And I learned stuff doing such a simple garment that blew my mind. I'm like, now that I've seen it and I've had been exposed to it, this is really obvious. Of course, that makes absolute sense. But up until that point, you know, I wouldn't have necessarily considered it for myself. So between her fitting and her sort of instruction, you know, I learned a whole bunch of new stuff and I've changed the way that I work with bias forever as a result. And, you know, I've posted numerous times. I think I made a pair of pyjamas to match that particular camisole. It's a gorgeous, Mm. gorgeous garment. And so that sort of sparked Tatiana's School of Couture, which she obviously is offering online now thanks to COVID restrictions. Yeah. You know, she's well connected. She's had an incredible number of women, incredibly talented women, come out and, you know, co-teach with her. I think now that she's brought out um, a lady who does a lot of beading, tambour beading. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, she did a course just at the end of last year in conjunction with that particular lady where Tatiana helped basically them fit the jacket. And then the lady came in and you did this stunning beaded jacket. You know, I'm in the chat groups with all the ladies who did that. I was unfortunately very heavily pregnant at the time and right royally gutted that I couldn't go. You know, obviously I'll be on the next one. Tatiana manages to call that lady again. But Definitely. Between that and her silk flower workshops, she's now doing patterns. Yeah, Tatiana's got an incredible wealth of knowledge that's been, you know, handed down from her, her grandmothers who, who also worked in this particular industry. So, yeah, she's fascinating to work with. And she's good fun too. She's very supportive. She knows what she's doing and she's been doing it for a long time and it's really lovely that she's 
taken what her grandmother has passed down to her because that's a lot of years of sowing knowledge. It is. And otherwise that knowledge is just going to be lost. I think for me, that's the, the, mm-hmm. the one thing that I used to, that really got me into blogging and, and sort of the whole social media aspect of it to start with is the sharing of knowledge and, and the sharing of learning. And, and Tatiana has got next level stuff. So if you can, definitely worthwhile spending some time with her. That's true. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what other classes Tatiana is going to be offering online because she's only just started. It's going to be really good to see what she comes up with next. I think if there's anything to, to sort of convince you, Tatiana's got an incredible sense of style as well, um, which is why I'm actually quite excited about all the new patterns that she's bringing out. Tatiana has an incredible eye for fabric and how to actually work that into garments and also sewing flattering garments. You know, that's one of my biggest struggles is how do I pick a style that works for me? You know, and she will, she's further down that path than I am. <laughs> she's good at picking what works and what doesn't. And um, hopefully we'll see more of her patterns come online soon. She's got the there's the body suit and she's got a jacket pattern. So it'd be good to keep an eye to see what comes out next. Mel, thank you so much for coming on to So Organised Style Podcast and giving us a glimpse of your sewing journey and your love of couture. Thanks very much, Maria. It's been a pleasure. Great. And all the best to you and the family. Thank you. Thanks, Mel, for coming on to the podcast. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Melanie Anderson. Sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, spelt with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and Libsyn, our podcast distributor. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our Instagram or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.